In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Good News for the City, the broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC. My name is Brian Bales, and usually during the week and on Sunday mornings, you can find me as the lead pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. But when you catch me right here on WAVA, what I have the opportunity to do is talk about the spread of the gospel right here in the Washington metro area on this show called Good News for the City, and how the truth is, it's the gospel that makes a way. And so today, I'm excited, as always, to invite a guest into the studio to talk about how the gospel's making a way. And our guest in studio today is a man named Jose Lopez, and he leads a ministry that is focused on prayer, unity, and hope. Longtime listeners of the show will know that sounds pretty familiar, because those are the same three pillars of our broadcast partner, one Heart DC, that's what they're grounded in. That is also what the organization called Santo Outreach Ministry that Jose founded is grounded in as well. And so today we're going to talk about Santo Outreach Ministry, and we're also going to talk about their sort of flagship or marquee event known as Freedom Fest DC. We're going to talk about that today and just up front, you can go to freedomfestdc.com, but we're going to tell you some about it and how it's a grassroots multi-church ministry outreach that's made up of volunteers who have a deep passion to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to thousands of people every year on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on the day known as Independence Day or Fourth of July. So, Jose, thanks for being on the show. I'm so glad you're here. I'm excited to hear about what God's going to tell us about how he's using Santo Outreach and Freedom Fest D.C. this year. Oh, thank you. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's a blessing to be here with you. It's an yeah, honor well, to be. your background is an evangelist, right? You founded Santo Outreach Ministry, uh, which does Freedom Fest on the National Mall. And, you know, you've had all kinds of opportunities to do that. You came to the United States from Nicaragua in 1989. But in 2001, you asked Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior. And just a year later, you started going out on the streets to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And so part of your calling is not just to share the gospel message to the lost, but also to those who say they are Christians, but they're not really. They're sort of cultural Christians. They're as much a Christian as what a car would be, uh, rather a person would be who stood in a garage and said they were a car. Just because you say you're something, that doesn't make it so. So you're helping them understand what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ and also how to go and share the gospel message and realize that evangelism, it really isn't as scary as sometimes we think it is, but it can simply be done by listening and knowing how to have a conversation with people. And so that that's an amazing thing when we understand how quickly God took that moment of change in your life and used you to go and tell about him that it could change others' lives. So talk about that a little bit, if you, if you would. Talk about yourself and how you feel like God wants to uniquely use you as an evangelist. 
Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, after I became born again in uh, March uh, 2001, it actually was uh, the night, uh, the 18th, uh, date after St. Patrick's Day, I started serving the Lord. Uh, I was born and raised Catholic. Uh, I was one of those persons that, in my mind, yes, I said intellectually, I believe in God. And emotionally, I have some experiences here and there, but it wasn't mean that I was born again, uh, mm. Christian believer. Uh, I decided to start getting deep in his word, start studying, meditating his word and praying. And then uh, through other brothers and sisters, uh, the Lord used, especially a lady, to uh, convict me about uh, being part of the Great Commission and not knowing I was kind of negating and saying, no, I, I cannot be part of that because it's not my duty. Yeah. Uh, so then a few, uh, it was, uh, the beginning of, of the fall. I remember, uh, I was watching, uh, uh, so, uh, a brother gave me a video that it was, uh, uh, half a hour video kind of movie. And it was kind of sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I felt something in my heart that struck me. I get very excited. And then I decided to pray and I asked the Lord to help me to confirm that he is the one that is calling me to do this because my life was a mess before mm. I knew him. So basically yeah. I started at that point. You know, I think you bring up a great point. That a lot of times we look at our current circumstances and we think there's no way that God could use us because yes. our life was a mess, but we can go throughout the new Testament and the old Testament and see that God often intervenes in the life of someone that at first glance we think, Hey, that is not the person. But yet God over and over and over again is astounding in the fact that what he's asking for more than anything is our willingness. And if we step in with our willingness, when he calls us, he will then prepare us and equip us. Now, one of the things that I love is personally as being someone who's been connected with One Heart DC and that mission now for many, many years is whenever I meet someone and I feel like they are like-minded in the manner of how to go about building relationships, how to be reaching out to the community and look, taking a look at your webpage, which you can go to santooutreachministry.org. And that'll tell you about the ministry we're going to talk about here, which is a different place than the actual event, freedomfestdc.com. But taking a look and I see this verse and we've talked about this verse for longtime listeners. It won't be new from John chapter 17, verse 20, 23. I want to read it. And then Talk about how this guides your mission. This is what it says. Jesus in the upper room, it's called his high priestly prayer, says, my prayer is not for them alone. That's for the disciples. He says, Mm -hmm. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message or the disciples' message, that those who will believe in me may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them glory that you gave me, that they, and here it is, may be one as we are one. I and them, you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. And then here's the key. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me and do love me. Unpack that a little bit. Yeah, so basically, as it says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray for those who will believe through their message. So basically, we have to go and share mm-hmm. the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. Right. See, we are broken people. Basically, all of us are moral lawbreakers. Mm-hmm. And because we are moral lawbreakers, 
we deserve justice. We deserve to be punished. Yeah. So basically the message is that through Jesus Christ is the one that received the punishment that you and I deserve and everyone else. So basically that's what it is. And also believers are also to be called to share uh, when he says that all of them might be one father, just as you are in me and I am you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. So basically all of us as believers have to come together as uh, to believe in the truth that we have, which is his word, and to share it with the world, not to keep it to ourselves, not mm. to be selfish, but to share it with the world that there is a way to be connected with God. And then he says, uh, I have given them the glory that you gave me, the, that they may be one as we are one. So basically right there, he's talking, refers to the believer's participation and all the attributes, see, the attributes of God. So that's something that is, uh, it's, you hardly hear it about the essence of God is. You know, God is not all, yes, God is, we, we share a lot, the mercy, the love, the grace, the compassion of God, but we forget that God is holy, he's righteous, and he's a God of justice. Yeah. And because he's a God of justice, he has to punish. See, and, and, and Romans 3.23 says, the wages of sin is death. So basically, God paid us. The wages is death. Yeah. So basically, yes, it's in, in essence, it's the attributes of God that we have to, as a believer, share it with the world, who yeah. this God is. Now, and, and then, and you admit so that you may be brought in complete unity to the world. Why not? That you still may have loved them as you have loved me. See, that's the unity that he wants us to come. He doesn't want us to be uh, uh, separated. You know, the hand cannot do the work of, of, of the leg or the head. Mm -hmm. So it's one body. We're one body together. The idea is uh, to bring that to the same spiritual around the truth. Another verse that it goes along with that one, if you don't mind that I can read it. Sure. And I'm going to read from a uh, new American uh, standard. Uh, it's in Philippians chapter two, verse two, it says, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, uniting spirit, intent on one purpose. Yeah, I think there's something really powerful when we connect this idea of unity and how it is actually a methodology for sharing faith. Because right. when you look at a whole bunch of people, even in the same household, they're different. And it's a challenge to get along. Now right. we take people outside of a household. We take different people from neighborhoods. We take different people from different churches and we put them together. And yes. when they're walking in unity, the only way that that really happens is something supernatural there. Yes. And we live in a world that's more and more divided. We live in a world that's more and more cranky about everything. But yet, what would it look like for us as believers to be unified by the gospel and show something different? It'll certainly be a moment where people will go, ah, that isn't like what normal life is. This is a different experience. I need to know about that. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about here in a moment is how Freedom Fest DC gives an opportunity to evangelize and share. But before we do that, talk about how Santo Outreach 
um, how its idea, Santo stands for S-A-N-T-O, sharing the gospel message for the S, A among communities, N near or far, T together as the body of Christ, <laughs> O obediently. See, I've looked up the website and know a little bit about it, <laughs> and I encourage our listeners to do that as well. Give this glimpse a little bit how Santo Outreach came about and how then it became connected with Freedom Fest DC. Yes, uh, basically after my calling, uh, I, I started uh, becoming like a evangelist captain for um, Promise Keeper. Mm-hmm. And I find out to somebody from Promise Keeper, they asked me, have you heard about Freedom Fest? This year yes. I say, I, ne- I never heard about it. Sure. In fact, uh, it started in 1985, and it used to be called Christ on the Mall. Start yeah. from Y1 Ministry, uh, one of the uh, branch from Texas. So somebody shared with me, and basically in 2003, it was the first time that I got involved with Freedom Fest. Yeah. Uh, then they asked me if I can, they saw my gift, and then they asked me if I can be part of the leadership. I said, let me pray about it. And then following year, I was part of the uh, ministry team. Mm-hmm. And then the brother that was uh, overseeing uh, the event asked me, did you see yourself kind of running yeah. the event? And I said, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. God knew what he was doing anyway, right? I mean, I think yeah. there's stories out there that if God always told us what was in our future, we may be much more like Jonah on that boat to Tarsus than we want to admit. So God in his grace sometimes just <laughs> takes us step by step, right? Correct, correct, uh, correct. In that way. Yeah. So, yeah. so basically what happened, uh, we prayed. I said, let me check with my wife. Uh, Good call, you know, by the way, to check with the yeah, wife. I have to check with her because the reality, we are in ministry together. And that's what I want to encourage everyone, uh, if you're married. Uh, and uh, so we prayed about it. And basically we prayed about uh, my wife. The Lord gave my wife this acrostic. And basically, she's the one that put it together, the acrostic, mm-hmm. basing what the ministry do and what we're called to do. That's the reason that the name Santo came together. But yeah. Santo also means holy in Spanish. Right. So you got a double meaning there. That's uh, that's really good. <laughs> now, for those people, because there's a lot of things that happen in Washington, D.C. DC. Yeah. We have conferences. We have concerts. We have both secular and Christian gatherings. It does seem like just about every weekend there's something occurring downtown or in the Washington metro area. And because of that, sometimes I think we can be so oversaturated with opportunity that a lot of it becomes sort of white noise. Like you said, like I've never even heard of Freedom Fest DC. What is it? So for those people who might just be coming in through listening to the show to the concept of Freedom Fest DC, would you talk about what it is and what the goals are and what you're hoping to accomplish? Yes. Uh, Again, as I mentioned uh, previously, Freedom Fest uh, used to be called Christ on the Mall. Uh, I'm the fourth person that received the event after Y1 came and, and started the event with Acoustic in 1985. Uh, they handed out to a grassroots churches in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, it went to uh, the brother that kind of handed the event to, to me. Right. Uh, uh, also, I understand that the, when WABA came to be a Christian radio station, the first Christian event that the participate, it was Christ mm-hmm. on the mall. Right. So when I got involved in 2003, my question was, again, I'm sellers for the Lord. I said, why did you change the name from Christ on the mall to Freedom Fest? Mm. And then there, my, the answer that I got, that I get was, I got it, is they say, well, we want to be more appealing 
to the seekers. I said, I sure. understand. So, and since I didn't start the event, I don't change the name of the event. Sure. But if they come in and they connect and those sort of things, what's your hope? What do you, what do you want to see people experience? And what do you want to see happen? So basically the event is focused in sharing the gospel message. We are going there to the mall. We go as one body united in harmony. We're not going with names and logos, ministries and churches. We come one body united to share the gospel to the lost that are there. At least there are, they say that at least minimum is 250,000 people. They are there on the national mall. Not only that, the world basically comes to us. People from mm -hmm. all over the place are right there. So basically what we're doing, uh, we have, uh, uh, we're not there to entertain, per se, a Christian brother and sister. My desire, and I'm calling to every brother and sister to come and to be part, to share the gospel. We do a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversation with people. Yes, we have the stage and we have different uh, drama. We're going to have drama kids. Uh, we're mm -hmm. going to have... Uh, uh, dancing performer. We're going to right. have different worship style. And a pastor or an evangelist is going to preach the gospel message for mm -hmm. 15 minutes to the masses. Okay. So, and then the real action is when all of us as a body is the one-on-one -on -one conversation. We have a water tent that we're giving a, a, a little bottle of water to the people that need to drink. And then someone else need to be connecting listening to the person where they are and sharing the gospel. We have a face painting for the children ministry mm -hmm. area. We have a little kind of football soccer play here and there. We're going to have somebody that is going to dress like a clown doing yeah. do things with the kids. So basically there is so uh, we have a prayer tent for people that need prayer. As you know, this last two years it's been so hard with the pandemic yes. that let me tell you, I'm in the street every weekend at least twice a day. And I've been having people crying in my shoulder because they're depressed, mm. they're fearful, they're in pain, and they need to know the Lord. So basically, yeah. that's what it is. And, you know, if you go back to that name Freedom Fest, there's really only one place, one person that we can truly experience freedom yes. from and with, and that is Jesus Christ, who freed us, as you mentioned earlier on. From the debt of our sin, the wages that we need to pay. And there's so many people walking around, as you've just mentioned, I think we've all experienced over the last couple of years, who carry this great burden and weight at levels that they never recognized even before. But the good news is, is that the gospel, Jesus Christ, what he's done, can make a way in the midst of that. And so as you're listening to this, maybe you're already scheduled to go down into the National Mall area. As he said, there's a quarter million people down there on 4th of July. It is a very busy place. Right. There are lots of people from all over the world down there. And there'll be a tent. There'll be an area for Freedom Fest. So let's talk about that. If people wanted to participate and they wanted to, to get involved, where actually is the tent? The mall's a big place. Where's the place that they can <laughs> sort of connect? Yeah. So basically, we are, are across the Earth Space Museum mm -hmm. at one, on one side. And the other side is the art gallery so we have a stage in the center we have a we're going to have a, a registration tent okay right there across your space museum on the mall there's going to be a registration tent uh which we're going to encourage everyone to come mm -hmm. and to register right there and then we're going to give them because the national park service required us to have something to identify us 
We're yes. going to give them a, 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 a wristband that mm -hmm. has the logo of Freedom Fest. Yeah. So basically, that's what it is. And they also, they can go to the website, as you mentioned, freedomfestdc.com, freedomfestdc.com, and they can have the information right there. Yeah. And also uh, the direction, how to get there. And so say, like lots of times in the Washington metro area, people are out of town over the 4th of July. That doesn't necessarily mean that they can't help, even if they're not going to be on the mall. Talk yeah. about some ways that people can get involved if they want to personally come down and serve, or maybe even just providing for needs that Freedom Fest DC, if they're not able to personally come and serve and to be a part of that. Right. Day. Oh, that's a blessing. Yeah. Uh, basically, right now, we, are, we need to raise $18,000. Uh, we have in our hands right now, so far, that we're raise uh, $11,879.11. And we have to other churches, each one of them a pledge of $1,000. That will put us in a $13,879.11. So we need to raise another $4,120.89. Mm -hmm. Every cent that we raise, it goes to the event, to the ministry. All right. of us are volunteers. We don't get paid. So people can help us with that if they can pray and also pray for us, pray for the, the, the heart because the one that convict and convince is the Holy Spirit. It's not right. us. I uh, pray that the Lord will prepare the hearts and minds that the children, the family, everyone that we're going to be in contact with. Yeah, and if you'd like to make a donation, you can go to freedomfestdc.com forward slash donate. There's a tab at the top of their webpage there at Freedom Fest. Uh, and you can do it by PayPal or you can send a check or however you might uh, find yourself uh, contributing to this great mission. Do you still need volunteers? How about that? Yes. Oh, as I mentioned, it's a quarter of a million people. If uh, My heart and my desire is if we can get 20,000 believers they're sharing the gospel sure. that would be phenomenal so we need as many hands as possible to share like i said the one-on-one -on -one conversation with people right and you can find out more about that as well on the volunteer tab on the website so in our last say uh minute or two here uh, people love to hear stories tell us a story about how god has used freedom fest to change someone's life oh that's amazing well just to let you know as we are there of course to do the spiritual part to share the mm -hmm. gospel uh we start early sometimes with some groups that come from California. Uh, I think it was around seven or eight years ago. We are preparing for, uh, because we have to start setting everything on the third. And then this gentleman started running and then he fell in the ground. And, they, and our team from California, they came, there was mm -hmm. a nurse and she started doing CPR. So mm -hmm. basically to make the story short, the gentleman, they took them to Georgetown Hospital, and they said, if they, we didn't do CPR, he will die. Right. Then he came and gave us things the following year. Mm -hmm. Then we removed a person. Uh, uh, this was like uh, six years ago, somebody that was a sexual slave. Mm -hmm. We removed it for that person. Yeah. Then uh, a father was physically abusing a teenager. We removed this teenager from him. So basically we are there not only for the spiritual part, but we are care for the physical part of people, the well-being oh, of a person. That's great. Jose, thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for sharing your calling. And thank you for then sharing this opportunity for our listeners of how they can get involved, whether it's Santo Outreach Ministry or specifically coming up on this Independence Day weekend, July 4th. 
uh, with Freedom Fest DC. And so again, you can go to www.freedomfestdc.com to hear more about the event. You can go to www.santooutreachministry.org. That's santooutreachministry.org to find more about how they do things, not just on 4th of July, but all throughout the year and helping the gospel make a way and telling the most important story to the people here in the Washington metro area. Or I'm told, Jose, if they want to reach you personally, they can call you. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. They can All call right, me so on my cell phone, phone number. Two four zero. Yeah, your cell phone is 240-793-2009. That's 240-793-2009. And of course, if you'd like to talk to someone about what you've heard today on WAVA, you can send an email to comment at WAVA.com. Or if you'd like to talk to me about our show today or anything about the gospel, I'd love to talk to you. You can call me at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn at 703 703- 729-3900. So thanks for listening today, Jose. Thanks for being a part. And as we go and live out this day, remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of good news for the city, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.